doing? Yeah, not bad, yeah. I was all right until I just caused havoc upstairs. Yeah. Yeah, we've had a code red already. I had to hoover up the, the table with beer. Yeah, I was a, a bit concerned when I came up the stairs and just saw you... <laughs> Sucking the table. Yeah. <laughs> Bent over, lips on the table. God knows what's going on up here. But to be fair, it, it was travelling at a rapid speed towards all this stuff. And I didn't want this stuff to get wet. And obviously I got no... I had nothing to... So I just went back to my, my uni days and just became a Hoover. Yeah, yeah. No, what? Who cares about COVID, eh? Probably caught <laughs> chlamydia off the table. I don't know. Yeah, you don't want to know what's happened on this table, mate. I'll tell you that now. Oh, mate. Oh, mate. <laughs> I'd I want to say, actually, before we get into this, I've never thanked the person that did our fucking music before. Yeah, we haven't, have we? No, it slaps, doesn't it? We're, we're nearly 10 episodes in. I think it's about time we mention it. But no, it was made by one of my good friends, good childhood friends. And, uh, mate, just stuck in my head all the time. All the time. So, yeah, thank you. Big thanks. You know who you are. You do know who you are. But no, here we are again, mate. Stay for another one. Yeah, might as well. Yeah, might as well. It's Monday. So, have I even seen you since the last one? No. No. It's been nothing, hasn't it? No. Radio silence. It's radio silence, mate. You didn't want to come run with me. Um, you didn't want to talk to me? No. Well, I can't, you know, it is what it is, really. You were on dad duty, I'll let you off. Yeah, okay. Oh, we wasn't going to go that I'm an arsehole, but if you want to give me a cop-out card, that's up to you, mate. I'll let you have this cop-out one. (laughs) Just gives me an excuse for next time to go, uh, you're not getting out of this one. (laughs) Exactly. You What, uh, what are we talking about today? Sex and drugs and rock and roll! We might have a bit more content if we talk about that, (laughs) to be (laughs) No, 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 no. (laughs) I'll talk about the last one. Yeah. Um, got a few things we want to discuss today. Yeah. Obviously, at the end of the last episode, we did mull over a couple of things to do with I, didn't we? Yeah, that's right. Um, but we've decided on importance and independence. And maybe importance in independence and what is important about that. And maybe someone's independence of importance and how important it is to them to be independent. I mean, take what you want from it. The, the great thing about us, day for one, it's all down to interpretation. All art is interpretation. Well, yeah, sometimes we like to pause, stand up, do a little interpretive dance. Yeah. Has to be done. Or suck some beer off a table. <laughs> Either way, it has to be done. Has to be done. We, uh, but, yeah, before we get into it, we did put up a little thing on Insta today. And we had, we had a comment about um, saying how a few episodes in the fear... Uh, episode you said about how you were running through the woods and you were scared of some weird banshee like noise yeah it's like jurassic park yeah they claim it's a fox so a tyrannus fox yeah um i I don't know what a fox sounds like (laughs) (laughs) was that it it's a fucking fox it was a fox legend well, again, you know who you are, but thanks for pointing that out to us. So we've just listened to a very brief 20 seconds of a fox in danger. There was a fox in danger that night because that's exactly the noise that it was. Oh, man. Well, good thing there wasn't a wedge in danger. <laughs> I just did, I, I just, I didn't expect a fox to make a noise like that. I don't know what noise I expect a fox to make. I just look at foxes and they're quite crafty. Would you say a fox is more of a cat or more of a dog? Clearly a dog. I would have said cat straight away. Have you seen a fox? 
Yeah, no, it's definitely more. It's got more like cat, like pointy ears type features. Yeah, but it's got the long snout, isn't it? Which is very dog-like. Yeah. Uh, but don't quote me on this, but I do believe foxes derive from the canine family. Mm, not sure about that. I mean, if, if that is Mother Nature, then I'll have to be sure about it, but I'm not sure about that. Foxes and dogs are members of the same animal family. There we go. Canide. I probably spelt, said that all wrong. So, yeah. A dog. It's a cousin to the dog. Yeah. And it's also got, it's also cousins with wolves as well. Ah, yeah, wolf. Yeah, no, I get it now. Yeah, yeah. that kind of works. Okay, you've convinced me. Fucking looking at a fox and going, oh, it's a cute little cat. <laughs> I thought I'd watched enough um, David Attenborough, but maybe not. Clearly not enough, mate. <laughs> Try to get some more in. So yeah, shout out, buddy. You, you know who you are. It was a fox. And yeah. if I hear that sound again, I'll be like, it's all right. It's only a fox in danger. Yeah. We also get my partner sending us a message every time we put something up, which is really annoying. Um, so you also know who you are. Stop that. Yeah, shut up. Stop with the fart emojis. Don't need that either. But um, anyway, importance, independence. Why not stay for one? Right, we are here, bud. Episode number nine. Put you on the spot this time. Yeah, I, and I know that because I've just started thinking we're one away from double figures. Which I'm buzzing about. That's mad. That is mad. That's mad. We're still here. <laughs> still grinding. Still grinding. I've spoke to you more than I've spoke to anyone in my entire life in these long of episodes. Do you know what I mean? Okay, so if you'd put all these episodes back to back. Yeah, yeah. Or no, like in, in a section. So like if I, I've sat here and spoke to you for an hour and 20 minutes, I can't think of many other people... I've sat and spoke to for an hour and 20 minutes in one go. Your missus? An hour and 20 minutes of deep conversation. Like, think about that. I, I don't know what couples get up to these days. Well, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you look horrified at the fact that you... <laughs> I, I think, mate, I think I, it's the longest I've spoke to anyone. I'll take that. Speaking to you. I've got nothing else to say. And that's been episode nine, guys. <laughs> Cheers. Thanks for staying for half. <laughs> Independence. We'll start there, shall we? Yeah, man. So the definition from our good friends at Oxford is free from outside control, not subject to another's authority. Thoughts on that? Yeah. So You're happy enough with that? Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's legit. I mean, independence is always sort of, I don't know, in my life it's been parents, basically. That's the only, like, authority. But then I guess you, you can also look at teachers at school, maybe. Um I don't know if that's really the same. Yeah, I wouldn't put teachers under that just because of the another's authority. Obviously, when you're at school, you are you fall under the education's authority, don't you? You yeah, have to yeah. be here at this time, here at this time. You have break at this time. Yeah. You have this work to do. But I think you're right, hitting the nail on the head with the parents. I think that's when independence really hits, is yeah. when you, not well, whether you fly the nest or you're independent at a younger age. Yeah, yeah. Um... And like when, when, to be honest, when did you actually have that first feeling? Because I imagine it was fairly early on for you, mate. It was, I'll tell you what, I, I, it was probably when I was about 11 or 12. Yeah. When I was allowed to get, well, I say allowed, I just got the bus into town. Yeah. When, when I was allowed to get my hair cut in town. So instead of having my old deer put a bowl on my head and just shaving round. Or oh, just mate. giving me a full on skin head. Mate, I'm trying to get back to the bucket now. Yeah, I can tell. Um, 
<laughs> Mate, that was a fucking class haircut. Yeah, I think that, you know, being able to go on the bus into town, get my hair cut. And I used to remember there used to be three or four of us who used to meet all from school. And this was when, oh, what was that shop called? Where fucking H&M is? Westgate. Oh, Westgate, yeah. So just in front of Westgate, there used to be some stairs. And there was a, they were called skank wagons in the day. You know, like burger vans. Okay, yeah. When you were I've, probably going to get like... I've never heard that term ever. Did you never get that? A skank wagon. They were called skank wagons because you were probably going to catch like <laughs> syphilis or something from them. Obviously, they're really good now. I thought, like, I don't know. I thought you were going to say it was like a nightclub or something. No, no, no. That was opposite. Okay. Yeah. Um, but that's not open no more. But yeah, we always used to go into town. I used to have my hair cut. We used to skateboard. And then we used to go get a burger from the skank wagon. Yeah. And just chill. Yeah, yeah. So that was, for me, was probably when I sort of found independence. Yeah, there's there's probably a few different sort of areas of independence as well, isn't there? Because there's, I think you get like lifestyle independence and freedom independence, which is kind of what you're describing there, where you can go off and do what you want. But then you get like financial independence, which is very different. Because um, I think there's, there's loads of people, man, that will have like moved out and stuff, but still not be financially independent yet. They're still like got links to their parents in some way or whatever. I think that's where things hit hard when you grow up as well, because you go from like not paying any bills, not buying any of your own food, not doing like caring or having that outgoing at all in your sort of monthly wage or whatever. Because obviously, you know, when you first get a job and you're like 16 and you're on like sort of minimum wage or whatever you're doing. um, And then all of a sudden you leave home. And then instead of being like, you know, I've still got the same amount of money to do what I want, you then have all these responsibilities that come into play. Mm. Um, and yeah, I think that's that's like when independence really happens because you, you're not just like living in this sort of like fantasy land anymore. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, because it comes with just being an adult or adulthood as such, doesn't it? Yeah, which happens at different times, man. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, I, I was paying board living at home from 15. Yeah. I was playing some sort of rent. But then yeah. I was also buying food as well from 17, no, 18. Yeah. So I went to uni, I come back. When did then... you first start like working? Or like when did you have your first like part-time job or whatever? Paperboy. Was it? Yeah, boy. How old was that? It was 12. Yeah. I can't remember how much it was a week. It was something like £15 a week or something. Because you used to get it in those little brown packets. And it had like the coin denominations on the front. I used to live for that. Yeah, how did you uh, how did you feel when you started like earning first time? Like a don. Did you love it, oh, mate? I was going to the shop. I was like, just chucking a fiver on the side, like to <laughs> the old deer in the corner shop, like five pound wow, yeah. uh, five pounds worth of sherbets, please, love. Yeah, chucking the dib dabs. <laughs> <laughs> Keep the change. <laughs> That's one pence. <laughs> Stick it in the charity pot. <laughs> and what then just a walk fucking out. gangster! Love it. Um, what were we saying? <laughs> just saying about yeah your first job yeah first there. job but I, had a, I paid around but then I also worked at the pub in the village from around okay. 13, 14 as a pot wash nice. at the weekends oh, and then I was I going to say not, not in the bar then illegal serving <laughs> I did at one place <laughs> did you? yeah and it's going to rename nameless okay, yeah, yeah, not cool. that the, the, the owners at the time did don't own it now and that they're, they're not even in the county um, but yeah a pub that I worked at I think I was 16 at the time. Yeah. No, it was... Yeah, it was... I, was, I just turned 16 because this was the end of August. Yeah. 
and there was a Sunday where we were quite short-staffed and I just got told or asked, can you pull a pint? And it was like, well, yes, you know I can because you've showed me <laughs> after hours. Yeah. And it was like, right, you're on the bar. If anyone asks, you're 19. And I was like, amazing. Adapt, overcome, enjoy. <laughs> enjoy instead of achieve. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Mate, that's amazing. You wouldn't see that now, would you? Or, or would you? I don't know. It depends where you are, I, I guess. I guarantee there's some places. Yeah, out in the sticks. Up north. You know what those northerners are like. <laughs> Sorry, northerners. If there's even oh, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> you northern c- <laughs> You lot can get lost as well. Fucking stay north. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Build up that. That's where fucking the wall should be. Um, but yeah, independence is a big one because I've sort of... I sort of had that independence from a young age in terms of earning money and spending money. Yeah. But it really hit me when I first moved into my place. Yeah. Because although I was paying, I was paying a substantial amount of rent where I was. Yeah. Um, to my old dear, plus my food as well. I still had a disposable amount. Yeah. When I moved into the flat, that's when it 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 I was like fuck. Yeah. You know, bills do exist. Yeah, I think as well the the older you leave it to making that jump, the the harder it hits as well. I think because it hits hard when you're young, but you sort of you learn to get used to like living a bit sort of like paycheck to paycheck and just being a bit like that. Like I remember when I was a student at uni, it was always about like have I got enough money to go out and party with my friends, um, and you sort of stopped caring about having the excessive disposable income if you know what i mean you just you just cared about having enough to get week to week if you know if you know what i'm saying um whereas if you leave it longer or later in life and you say you get to like you know 25 going on to 30 and you've not moved out yet i think it's going to hit you harder because you're not going to have any kind of understanding of how much you have to outlay every month to, to keep afloat yeah i agree with that i mean i think I don't think there's a right... I think it's it's down to the individual basis. Yeah. I think it is... I mean, when I was at uni for that year, I was horrendous. Yeah. I was... You know, I, I wasn't... I wasn't thinking, oh, shit, I need to buy food next week or I need this next week or I need books next week. So I was like, who cares? Yeah. You know, I'm yeah. going out tonight. I'm going out tomorrow night. I'm going out the night after. And it just became... Can I afford a beer tonight? That's what you were thinking. But there was no question. There was, I'm having a beer tonight. Yeah. And that's when, at the end of it, that's why I left uni, to be honest, because I, I realised I went for all the wrong reasons. Yeah. But then I noticed a difference as soon as I moved in my place. I was like, right, this is what I have to do. This is what needs paying. Yeah, and do you think it's just a part of growing up that sort of changes that that way of thinking? Because... For me, yes, because I didn't have anybody showing me how to do it. Yeah, just to touch on the importance part of it. Like, think of how important you thought, like, going out every night with your mates was then. And now, like... It just if if I can't make it or I don't go out when we're like when did we we last go out we don't go out, um, no. and it's just it's really not important anymore, and that was kind of something I wanted to touch on is just like how things that you put right at the top of your list back then just seem to quickly fall down the list as you get older. That's, that's I think that's with most things in life as we get older. Yeah, the things yeah. that we care about or that make us happy or things that are important to us, they'll almost flip. Yeah. They'll almost turn completely 180 and go where going out every night of the week or going out every weekend isn't important. But yeah. sp- spending time with A, B or Z is important. Do you think um, 
do you think instead of flipping, do you think it just kind of settles? Where like, at, if if you can imagine like a certain amount of your life goes past, you then realise the things that you kind of excelled in and the things that you were good at and they sort of float to the top, if you know what I mean. So say, I don't know, say you were a DJ when you were younger. That might have been like your main important thing in like your social circle. And then say the DJing thing went really fucking well. By the time you're like late 20s, it still might be really important to you. But if it didn't go well, that kind of important aspect of your life would eventually sink and drop away, right? Because you just get fed up with it. And like, can you apply that to loads of other stuff in life? Yeah, but is that almost linked to success though? Yeah, kind of. And yeah, does that, if you're successful in something, does that then put more importance on that thing, basically? I think if someone looks at something where they go, if I'm successful, it's important, or if I'm not successful, it's not important, then that's more of a, that's more on them than the situation, wouldn't you think? Yeah, yeah. Because you could be unsuccessful at stuff and still find it important. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, fucking look at me I'm a Man United supporter <laughs> look how unsuccessful we've been this year and it's go, still important go, look at me with women <laughs> mate there's not a word to describe <laughs> dire tumbleweed never ending the north the Bermuda um, Triangle the Sahara Desert do you find relationships important? relationships very important yeah the relationships i have with other people are very important to me okay okay if you're talking about relationships of the romantic kind <laughs> i have no choice <laughs> we're here <laughs> i'm here with you aren't i <laughs> you cunt. oh man oh man but no I, I i just think i think it just comes with growing up yeah yeah but then certain things stay important forever right like your health well actually does it? I think in some cases, speaking for me, my health has shot up the leaderboard. Yeah. You know, if I'm being really honest, three years ago, my health was not my, you know, if I was ill or, you know, what I was eating, what I was drinking, what I was doing. Mate, and I, I know from just being around you, like you, you'd tell me about fucking vitamins, you'll tell me about different things you've tried, like different types of routine, exercise, whatever. Like that is mad on the health kick. And like, yeah, just thinking about, you know, back to when we were younger and just doing whatever. Yeah. Would we even think about our health at the time? No. No? no. Maybe that's just the aches and pains I've got in my back though, mate. I'm just like, oh, I should probably look after that, really. Maybe that's just being called old, mate. <laughs> old. But I think, I think everyone's factors of importance will change throughout their life, yeah. no matter who you are. Yeah. You know, when you settle down, you get a mortgage, that becomes an importance because yeah. you're trying to hold that down, that relationship down, that's important. So what about just having belief in yourself in general and sort of finding a purpose and sticking to it? Do you put much importance on that? Because it that's a worry of mine more than importance. Like, I worry that I'm not doing something that I should be doing, if you know what I mean, I'm not fulfilling something. But why do you worry? Because you only got one chance, mate. But what are you scared of? Oh, don't don't take us back to episode four, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't know. I'm just worried about wasting an opportunity. That's what I'm worried about. I don't think it is. I know for a fact it's the fear of letting someone down. And we spoke about this on yeah. the episode. That's your biggest fear. That is why you hold that with such high importance. Because it's related to something that you're scared of as such. Yeah. 
I think, anyway. I, yeah, something I was going to mention to you, actually. Um, so, I'm coming up to 30, and you're just past 30. Like, and these thoughts have been going around in my head more. Is that normal? Did you go through that? Like, I think I did. I think it's crossing over into the next the next 10. And then you, you start, you go through uh, reflecting a lot. I mean, you're talking to someone that forgets his age. Yeah. So for me... But is is that a thing that you do after 30 as well? Do you fall into that? Not important anymore. <laughs> I, I, mate, I, I got asked when my birthday was a couple of weeks back and I literally froze on the spot. I was like... Uh, Ask uh, me an easy uh, question. Uh, <laughs> it's, I think it's this day. <laughs> Like, to the point, I had to get my driving licence out. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I don't... You've got nothing to worry about, mate. No? Life begins at 30, and then carries on at 40, starts again at 50, and then if you're lucky enough to make it to 60, you're on to a winner. Yeah, yeah. I think Nothing's going to change. You're meant to have everything sorted by 30, though, aren't you? Says who? Says... The says what? The said, ideal lifestyle? Yeah, says, yeah. The, says the older generation. Fuck the older generation. <laughs> I was going to say fuck the lifestyle, but fuck the older generation. Yeah. And that's another thing. Generations change, you know. Your grandparents' generation, I'd imagine it was seen to be, you know, important to have a wife, have a house by 20. Yeah, yeah. It's less and less more important now. And yeah. there, there's a lot of, like, backing behind... It doesn't matter when you find yourself or it doesn't matter when you find love or have a house or this or this. And I'm completely for that. Yeah. Do what makes you happy when you're happy. Yeah. And, and that that's the other thing, isn't it? Like I've, I've listened to a lot of is the whole kind of just focus on being happy right now and stop trying to like chase the whole like I'll be happy when this happens or I'll be happy in 10 years when I've got to this place because... You'd just be doing that forever. You need to try and just make your current situation happy, basically. Make yeah. yourself content, you know? And I've had some interactions in the past where I've spoke to people and, and their sole purpose is to marry their boyfriend, have a kid, live in a certain style of house. Yeah. Job done. Well, I can remember being at like school and people would be like, oh, I'm going to have it all settled and settled by 24, 25. And that seemed, when you're at school, that seemed really fucking old. Well, yeah, when, I mean, like, <coughs> do you remember when we were 16 and we were going through like UCAS stuff? Yeah, yeah. That to me was like, fuck UCAS. Yeah. I'm going to have to be talking about like wills soon. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. I was like, no, shit, sure. when, do, when do I get my will ready? Yeah, exactly. You know, and that's when the thing is, I mean, when you're 16, 24, 25 is just under 10 years away. A lot yeah. can happen in those times. Yeah. I don't think there's a, I don't, I don't think there's a right age for anyone i think it's when it suits you yeah no just about the uh time escaping you thing i was chatting to dad the other day about his pension and uh, <laughs> he was going on about he was going on about how he's gonna he, he wants to retire right real soon now like only say three or four years away i think he's earned it yeah and so he's got a nice big pension sitting around and he's just like oh yeah no i just need to sort them out so i'm, I'm ready to do what i need to do at the end and he, he was just like yeah i better sort them out quite quickly you know before i'm dead and i was like wow there we, I mean, that's the humour we've got. But it's just like you were saying, just about time just being like, boom, gone. Yeah, and time is a constant, isn't it? It's, yeah. It's, yeah. you know, I could I could walk out of your house and fucking attack by a bear. <laughs> or a fox. <laughs> or a fox. In danger. <laughs> Those nasty dogs. Not cats. <laughs> but yeah, that, that is the sort of, st- I mean, that's the sort of stuff we, I mean, to be fair, on, in, on all seriousness, we should be thinking, you should especially be thinking about, especially with a family and stuff, yeah. you need to make sure that all your ducks are in order as such. Yeah. Because you've got responsibilities that... Ducks are in order? 
Is that it? Is that the saying? I think we've had a... <laughs> we've had a spanner again. Ducks in order? That's the saying, isn't it? All the ducks in order. Ducks in order. And Autotype has just put sucks in order. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what it's brought up. <laughs> yeah, ducks in a row. Oh, what did I say? Ducks in order. Ducks in order. It's the same thing. Ducks in a row. I was just using a longer word. Okay. So it's it's an idiom, basically, to get your shit sorted. Well, you're half right. Idiot. But, yeah, we'll go with it. I'll, I'll take that. I've been called worse. <laughs> I think everybody's independence is different. I think everybody treats independence differently. What you think independence is may not be what I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think independence means as a whole? And we're not just talking about like financially independent or you know independent in a lifestyle as a as a as a whole. What does independence mean to you? It just means that for me if when things go wrong you you don't have to run anywhere. I think is what, if I had to like sum it up, I do think financial might be one of the biggest ones in today's day, what we live in, just because I think money runs everything basically. And they say like money doesn't make you happy, but I think money can make you really unhappy if it's not right in a certain situation. I've never enjoyed that saying money doesn't make you happy. Yeah. Well, yeah, I hate it. I I think it, I think you can flip it on his head and it works better. I, I always... And as someone that is not financially motivated, but it, you know, when everyone says to me, "Oh, well, money's not everything," who's going to pay my bills? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I, I would rather that saying be "money make, uh, money makes you unhappy." That's what I would rather that saying be. Yeah. Because, yeah, I think as soon as you don't have enough of it, like you see, like things on like programs and stuff, man, where there's like people that are like literally living like, you know, out of the like food um, banks and stuff, and like week to week on their their minimum wage or whatever they're getting and i just think like that is probably the like one of the roughest like situations you could be in um so yeah i I kind of that that whole saying hasn't really ever sat right with me because i I don't think ultimately it can make you happy like in your core when you talk about proper happiness but i think it can make you fucking miserable so yeah i think that makes a lot more sense yeah massively i just never understood that saying and it got said to me not long ago yeah. In a situation, um, you know, where, well, you know, the, the, the statement was, well, listen, money's not everything, you know. And my comeback was, no, it's not. But who's going to pay my bills? Well, yeah. Because that's what it comes down to. And that's what, you know, and we put on the note, that's what's important to me massively having a roof over my head and having an income. Being independent, but being in a relationship. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Can it work? Yeah. I think it. I think it does because I think the thing about the independence is, if you think of like authority, as it says in the in the uh, definition, relationship should be one and one, right? Where there's not an authority. What's the what's that word? Authoritarian. Is that a word? Authoritarian. But you're asking the wrong person here. I'm <laughs> dumb as fuck. There's not a person of authority above another person, basically chain of command exactly well there shouldn't be obviously there's some dodgy <laughs> relationships where things like that do happen but co is it codependence is that a word wait yeah where they're like they're dependent on you but you're dependent on them kind of thing it's like equal it's not just one person really dependent on someone else if you know what i mean which is how it is when you're growing up yeah um so i think yeah i think independence can be fine in a relationship i think yeah some people struggle with it I think, yeah, some people that will look for 
their partner to be the one who's like providing all the time. Um, and I don't, I don't know what that's down to. I don't know if that's just mentality really and like different people doing different things. What do you think? See, I think both parties have to have some sort of independence for it to work. Because I just think if one person's super independent and the other person's not. Oh, it's like when people rename their Facebooks to be like the two of them together. Jim and Sally. Yeah. Oh, I would never do that. I'm going to hold you to that. If you and your partner would... ever get a joint, even if you have a joint email address. Mate, do you know how cringy that is? I'm going to punch you in the face. No, I would never, ever do that. I get why people do it, because... You clearly know Barry doesn't give a fuck what's going on on Facebook. Well, I mean, that's the only other... Yeah, to be fair then, the only other way it would go that way is if I come off Facebook and then she but then she wouldn't do that. That's just, no, that's too far. But that's why maybe, <laughs> you know, these people do it because they don't both want a Facebook profile or one of them, I'm probably going to guess the male. Yeah. Well, I, mean, the- I mean, me and you have said for ages that we would just come off Facebook like I'm not bothered about it. So I keep Facebook for the messenger. Yeah. I don't even use that, mate. My, my profile that, exists and that's it. Yeah, I have Messenger because there's a few people that... It's, it's weird. I, I I converse with people using different... Why are we saying Facebook? It's meta now, anyway. Oh, the metaverse. Yeah. Like, for a while, me and you only, like, converse via Instagram. Yeah. Bearing in mind, we, had, we have each other's number. Yeah, yeah. Our relationship went to third base. We went to WhatsApp, though. That's fine. Oh yeah, we went very quickly. Yeah, um, it wasn't quickly, man. We no, spent it wasn't. we spent years <laughs> in the dregs of Instagram. <laughs> it would be like six months later. You good? Six months later. Yeah, you. <laughs> <laughs> and now let's do a podcast where we, you know, can't stick each other. Yeah. Going back to the point, I, I I feel like it's like magnets where you can't have a positive and a positive, or you can't have a negative and a negative. It has to be that both parties must have some sort of understanding of independence. Yeah. I struggled with it massively in my long-term relationship. Yeah. I've seen a lot of relationships that do just kind of meet and it all clicks together and they're just in each other's pockets like forever. And that that does happen. Like, my mum and dad like that, though. Like, I think um, there's always a joke going around where mum's always like, your dad wouldn't survive without me. And, and dad's always going, I'd be absolutely fine. <laughs> Your dad would be living the fucking high life. Yeah, that's what he reckons. Yeah, he'd just be, on, he'd be down the pub. Sorry, but... Mrs. Clark, if you are listening, I didn't mean that at all. <laughs> um, please don't hate me. Yeah, he loves you very much. And please, can I come around and use the hot tub? Um, <laughs> but yeah, again, that's a generational thing. Yeah. Uh, I think in today's generation, I think today it's, it's, more, it's more common for partners to be together but independent. Do you not think? Yeah, definitely. And I think that, that ties in loads of things, man. Like the the house, buying house thing. Like how, you know, in our older generations, you could buy a house when you were like 20, yeah. 21. And, and the money, I think... Yeah, but the house cost you a fucking bag of quavers and 20 shillings. That's so. it. There was, a, there was a study that I saw that was showing like the percentage of how much a house cost you to what you, the average wage was back yeah. then. And you had to pay like... 20% more than your average average uh, average wage <clears throat> whereas now it's like 160% more so <clears throat> i think that that ties into the dependence thing because i think you could back then you could quickly become more dependent on someone else yeah whereas now you need to like find your feet and figure out your own life yeah um so yeah I completely agree with you mate see i love my independence yeah 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 
Love it. Do you like people being dependent on you? That's a good question. Um, That's what I'm here for. I'd like to think I'm dependable. Yeah. You look like you're going to tell me I'm wrong. No, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> you had that look in your face like... <clears throat> How many strikes has it been with the pod now? <laughs> I had one strike. No, I'm joking, I'm joking. I no. had one fucking strike. I'm joking, I'm just digging you out, being a prick. <laughs> no need to change a habit for a lifetime. <laughs> um, what did you ask me? Dependable. Yes, or, or... I would like to think that I am dependable. If yeah. someone wants me or needs me, I'm there. Does it ever, the idea of someone being fully depending on you, kids for example? Scares the fucking living shit out of me. What scares you about it? Failure. Yeah? What, but if they're just depending on you to be there? Oh, I'll, I'll be there in body. Yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> Not in mind. <laughs> I, I don't know, I don't know. I mean, for that example, the kids example is a strong example. Yeah, because... okay, so let's say future partner then. Just being depending on you to be, yeah. I think yeah, yeah. I think when it comes to ever getting with someone or meeting someone or being with someone, I don't know what you call kids call it these days. I think yeah. I think I, I I'd want to be dependable. I want to look at someone and go wholeheartedly. Yeah, you can depend on me no matter what, wherever I am, in what situation I'm in. I've got your back. Yeah. Do you think you would struggle to let go of some of your independence if they kind of needed more of your time? If you know what I mean. Yeah, I think I would. <clears throat> Because I, I struggle with that one, man. I, I think, I, and I did early, uh, very, uh, well, for a long time, early days in my long-term relationship, I struggled with having that. You know, we all have it when you have a night that you know you've got nothing planned. Yeah. You can just go home, chill, put the TV on, do what you need to do. Or, you know, read a book or listen to a podcast. And I didn't, you know, those chances were getting taken away for, for nothing, really, to, you know, to just be next to someone yeah yeah we weren't doing anything but it was like i had to be there giving her them yeah my attention um i think i'd overcome it because you know if you, if you, you it's not about overcoming it's about <coughs> sacrifice and when you're willing to sacrifice something for someone that you love then it's a no-brainer for me then yeah i think um Especially when you get to like a long-term relationship, because I think when in a short term you don't mind just like, you know, not doing a lot but being spending time with a person. But when you get to a long-term relationship, like I think even in the last like, last like six seven months, me and me and my partner have just kind of said like, sometimes like some evenings we're just going to do separate things, yeah. like and that be completely okay. But I think you guys are at that stage where you are, one hundred and twenty percent comfortable with each other. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I think you have to get to that point because you don't want it to be like, I'm going to spend some time doing my own thing, but then you think there's a problem because yeah. I'm doing that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You need to get to the place where it's like, oh no, she wants to do this tonight or chat to her friends or, you know, do whatever she does. I want to go and like do stuff what I want to do. You need to be at the point where that's kind of happy, especially long term. Yeah. For it to work out. <laughs> and I think, yeah. And, and, you know, coming from the place you're at where you live together, <clears throat> I think it's a little bit different where people don't live together. Yeah. Well, if you don't live together, then you have to understand that there is that give and go where it's like, well, look, I'm not going to see you for three, four days. Yeah. Whereas, you know, the time I was talking about, we did live together. So it was like, yeah, yeah. I just need some space to do what I want to do. Yeah. No detriment to you or anything, but. Yeah, I think it's um it's about bringing those things together as well. That's what I've noticed. Like 
if I've had like partners and stuff in the past where they don't really work with my friends, it it, it doesn't really work for me. Like lo- I've I've kind of learned that if I get if I was in a relationship like that, probably need to get out of it because it's not going to work long term. Whereas but, I need but, I need to kind of be like. See, I don't agree with that. No. No, because you're putting your friends' feelings before yours. I'm putting. I think I'm just putting the way I like to work my life before the partner. I think is what I'm trying to get at. Because like, how many times do you see like your mate gets a new girlfriend? You don't see your mate for the next three years. Do you know what I mean? Like they just disappear. And I think, like I've I've been in situations like that, mate, where like I've been like my mind's been completely fixated on whoever I'm with, and I've kind of like dropped my friends a bit or done things that like I've regretted a bit. Um, but then when I've actually been really happy is when I'm with someone who kind of gets on with my friends as well and can be a part of the whole picture. Like even like today, like when you come round and stuff, we you know we sit downstairs and can chat to my partner and um, little girl and stuff, and it's all fine. And then we come away and do our own thing, and there's, it's not like an issue. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I, get I think that. that's that's really like valuable. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I see. Yeah, I do see it to a degree in terms of your example. Yeah, but obviously an example that you know forever. You know, if I had a girlfriend and none of my it's tough isn't it yeah and it's <clears throat> I think yeah I might have explained it not very well to be fair I'm I'm not saying like they don't get on it's just like you're with a partner who would rather spend all their time with you on your own if you know what I mean because you, right. you get some people like that right yeah, that don't want to hang out with your yeah, friends yeah they're just like they're not nasty they just don't like hanging out with your friends as much yeah been her off mate yeah it's too hard isn't it that's yeah. what I mean you have to find that healthy balance yeah and especially if it is going to go long term you know, you can't just not expect to, for friends to be. Yeah, and if it's a long-term thing as well, it's like you can kind of put up with the weirdness for a little while and then it gets to a point where you're like, oh, no, you, you need to kind of work with everything else in my life. Yeah. Independence is dot, 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 sexy, question mark, exclamation mark. Is it? Is it? I don't know. I, know. I, was, I was asking you. Well, yeah, my, my reference there is no one wants to be bringing a lover home to their rent's place. So, like... Oh, right. I completely misread that bit. <laughs> I'll be brutally honest. I thought that meant... I thought you put, no one wants to be bringing a lover home to their rented place. <laughs> and I didn't want to say anything, because obviously I rent, so I didn't want to, like, shoot myself oh, yeah, you down. Thought I was just massively dissing you. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I didn't think it was a diss. you got to remember, I, w- I was reading this in the car. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, so we- I just scanned over it. I wasn't driving. I was parked up. So I literally thought, that's why I didn't say it, no one wants to be bringing a lover back to their rented place. And I was looking at it thinking, what's fucking wrong with a rented place? <laughs> anyway, I was like, fuck it, I won't mention it. Anyway, <clears throat> do you think independence is sexy? How much independence, though? Yeah, I think as you get older, it gets less and less sexy to not be independent. I mean, let's talk about <clears throat> this. Yeah, okay, let's go. Um, independence. I mean, for someone like me who... I'm going to sound like such a sad twat now. Where's this going? I do a lot of stuff on my own, of course. So I have maybe been for a meal out on my own. Have you done that? Yeah. Oh, man, I've always wanted to do that. More people should do that. I don't get the stigma behind it. Did I get a lot of weird looks? Yeah. No, you always see people in like Pizza Express. There's some old guys like at the back. That's where I went. (laughs) Did you? Literally, Pizza Express, yeah. I've been with you there. You love it there, don't you? 
I do. Yeah, it's, it's probably it's probably the best. Like for me, it's a staple. It's like where yeah, should yeah. we go? Pizza yeah. Express. It's the best like chain pizza place, isn't it? That or Prezzo's or Pretzos or however the people pronounce it. We've been there as well. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we have. We've done both. I've done that on my own as well. Recently? No, I went to Prezzo's my previous job. Um, <clears throat> about two years in, I got like a voucher. I bought something off Amazon, and I got a voucher, and I was like, well. Fuck it, I'm just going to go to Prezzo's, ordered a bottle of wine. Just had like a free course meal on my own. I bet it was great, wasn't it? It was great. I bet it was amazing. It was. You do get some weird looks. No, that's but fine. my that's saving fine. grace was I was in business attire, so it probably just looked like this cool, yeah, yeah. crazy cat was here on business. Yeah. When really, he's just a sad loner that just he's wanted to come out and use a voucher. Fucking loser, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like cinema on your own. My dad's always wanted to do that, and my mum won't let him. <laughs> Mrs. Clark, if you're listening, <laughs> hashtag free Mr. Clark. I don't know if he just wants to go because she pisses him off. Though. <laughs> he just wants it's peace and quiet. <laughs> Do you reckon he would just go, just go right to the back and just fucking have a kit for a couple of hours? <laughs> exactly, just a bit mate. of peace and quiet. Exactly. But no, no. I, I, I can imagine cinema on your own is sick. I can imagine most things on your own is great. It is. Just people don't do it. Don't get me wrong. I'd love to sit there sometimes, watch a film <coughs> with someone or, you know, go for a meal with someone other than myself or, you know, the crew and that. <laughs> you but so sad about it. I do, don't I? <laughs> I'm looking down like myself. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that bad, bro. But is that sexy? Well, I guess so. It shows that you've got a bit of like, you know, a bit of pizzazz about you. Does it? Well, yeah, if you're out, like... That's not pizzazz. Pizzazz is being able to do, like, fucking two cartwheels and a triple pike. That's no, but, pizzazz. but if you're out in your, in your business attire, just having a cheeky Pizza Express, doughballs, let's go. If I do it in my normal attire. What do you have for starters at Pizza Express? Doughballs. Do you have doughballs? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I always have the uh, bruschetta originale. Banger. So you get the... It's like the bread, and then you get the, the tomatoes, the fresh brus- tomatoes <sighs> with the pesto. Bruschetta at Presso's is much better. Is it? Yeah. I'll have that next time. Yeah. Sorry, off topic. But no, I, mine was more about um, more about living arrangements because that was that was the thing that come to come to my mind. Right. So like, so like you said at the start, lifestyle and financial independence is yeah. sexy. Yeah. Well, I'm fucking screwed. Um, I think you tick both those boxes, mate. Do you do you think it's sexy? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. He's on board, everyone. Yeah, I do like it. Climb abroad. Yeah. <laughs> Climb abroad or aboard? Climb aboard. Climb aboard. I do think it is sexy. You know, looking at someone <clears throat> and knowing... They've got their shit down. And that, and that for me, is what independence sort of means, is having your shit down or yeah. having your shit together. I had runner's belly. Okay. Is it Paula Radcliffe? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> we had a Tommy tip, mate. <laughs> I always take toilet paper with me in the bag. Yeah. I always as take well as a bagel, if you saw an Insta. Two bagels. Yeah. Um, and I was just coming to a point. <laughs> it was about 30k and I just didn't feel... I felt heavy. Yeah. I felt heavy. And I'd eaten about 20 minutes before. Um, but I never, I never normally feel the need on long runs. Yeah. And... Well, apparently there's there's science behind that. We spoke about it before. Yeah. Similar to the you can't eat straight away. Like, apparently, like, the adrenaline and stuff goes in other places and not where you digest shit. Yeah. So, apparently, your stomach and, like, digestion system should just stop. 
essentially, but I'm guessing yours didn't. Mine didn't. <laughs> Amazing. Um, and it was coming to a point where I know I knew I was alone, but I was in the open. Yeah. And I, I had to go, right, if, if I get comfortable and fucking Sheila walks around the corner with a little golden retriever, she's going to be mortified <laughs> seeing a half-naked German kid with his ass out. <laughs> so I had to run a little further. I'll show you next... Obviously, not, I won't show you next time, but I'll show you where did you, did next you time. bury the evidence? Or? Oh, yeah. I, I, I made sure I did it sufficiently um, and hygienically and as environmentally as possible. Was it like a squat position or sorry? <laughs> Something similar to when you were licking up the beer earlier. So I had to go down to full squat. <laughs> um, bear in mind, I've got obviously boxes on, I've got compression tights, and I've got shorts on, plus yeah. a compression layer, a t-shirt, a jacket, and a bag. Where I crouched, I only had good vision straight ahead. Yeah, yeah. But I was covered to a degree from behind, <laughs> but I always wanted to, you know. <laughs> Got to have that field of view. But I'll be honest, in that moment, because I knew that I could be caught, I was squatted for no longer than 30 seconds. Wow. So so the opposite of, like, um, stage fright. I, I had fucking stage acceptance. <laughs> I shit myself. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. That won't go in. <laughs> that's, that's not going that's in. 100% got in. No. But yeah, I, I had to take a shit on a and run. I'm sampling. I shit myself. <laughs> I didn't shit myself. I was close to. Um, that is. Listen, I wouldn't have done it if I didn't need to do it. I'm not... Did you have to like hold on to something or were you just like... <laughs> so I, I did nearly lose my balance. So I, I went to grab what I thought was a tree... Um, a branch, but it had a thorn on it. Oh, we've got the evidence here. Which got stuck in my hand. Yeah. So I had to deal with that before I wiped. Yeah. Which isn't the most comfortable positions. Yeah, but got the got the job done. I, I put the residue of the toilet paper into a residue. bag and there there was a there's a dog bin. <laughs> so I I put stuff in the dog bin. So I didn't just chuck the toilet paper. Everything was in the dog bin. The doggy where, shit bin. Where was the the foreign object. Oh, that was in the floor, mate. And okay. I, I tried to cover it with mud, yeah, but I'm I, not going to lie. You made me worry then that you'd picked it up and... No, 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 no. But what I can say, the smell of human shit in the fresh open fucking hurts. So what have we learned today? Uh, foxes make great noises. <laughs> Independence is sexy. Yeah. Which means you're really sexy. <laughs> you're such a c- <laughs> And I'm only saying that because I know you've got to bleep it out. Yeah. Um, and we're uh, we spoke about what's important to each of us, which is good. Spoke about how the important things change as we yeah. sort of get older. Yeah, we have literally ticked all the boxes today, haven't we? Yeah. What are we it, doing next time? That's what I want to know. Well, we're on G. Uh, J. Um, season one, concept ideas. No, we've got n- nothing for J. <clears throat> J. General, <laughs> Jurel, um, jealous, jealousy, jealousy. That's a good one. So next week we're on J, J for Juliet, and we are going to discuss jealousy. Let's get it. Um, oh, 
another thing, if you can, uh, if you do enjoy listening to the podcast, it would mean the world to us just to mention it to a friend and help us share it. Um, we're trying to get a few more, few more listeners in and stuff, and doing what we can. So yeah, we we would highly appreciate that, and also give us a follow on I'll Stay for One podcast on Instagram and all that good stuff. Like, follow, subscribe. Let's all that, go. All that. Um, and yeah, just mention it to a friend, to a, a parent, to a nan. Get all the nans in. We want them all listening. More nans, the better. So, but yeah, yeah, I'm Sam. I'm Wedge. This is our stay for one. Love you. Yeah.